0: We're talking real money.
1: It's the exciting money show, the Talking Real Money program, where we try to make more sense of the world of making, saving, investing, protecting, spending your dough. And, and the most joyous part of the program for us is spending time with you.
2: I thought it was when the so, program
1: ended. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's what came to You're, mind sorry he's awfully
1: cynical today folks i'm so bad, sorry it? yeah, yeah it did it sounded like grouchy <laughs> curmudgeonly
2: yeah okay two or two You're yeah. two for two so yeah,
1: far yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah, yeah. i'm not going to go any further than that because Please then don't. you'll Thank get you. even more testy and that would be bad uh 855-935-TALK is our phone number that's actually the phone number and a phone word so call the number eight five five nine three five. The numbers, and then add the word talk on the end. Okay, if you want eight two five five, that works too. But give us a call because we're here every single Saturday. Say maybe Christmas if it falls on a Saturday.
2: I think it, I think it it's close.
1: It this doesn't year. I don't this think year. We'll be, I don't
2: think we'll be on. I don't think we'll be on the air this year. No, you don't think so? Not okay. Now you're going to make me look it up.
1: So okay, wait, stand really. By. You don't think I Christmas days on a Monday. You're right. So we will be. That's the 23rd. We will be on show. the air the Golden 23rd.
2: Show. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm in town, yeah. why not? Yeah. I'll
1: yeah, Santa okay. will be joining us. We'll Ooh. have uh Frosty the Snowman, uh uh Rudolph the Red-Nosed uh reindeer money guy. No, I'm just making You're really stuff up. Really
2: stretching now, man. Come I on. am
1: so stretching. I, I I I could be Santa though. I've done that. I know how to do that. Done it well. My brother was better at it than I was, though. Oh, my gosh. My brother was the most amazing Santa. He was the Santa at Radio City Music Hall. Wow. The one who flew in the theater and the sleigh. And he always, this kid always, always had to one up me. I was the, I'm the oldest. I was the actor in high school. Mm -hmm. Okay. What does he go and do? I act in high school and in community theater. What does he do? He acts on Broadway, the brat. That's what the brothers are for, show you. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of which, here's an interesting fact. I was watching. I love this show, by the way. Good Omens on I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's got uh, David Tennant in it. Yeah. The actor.
2: Do you
1: know what David Tennant's real name is?
2: Uh, is th- uh, is this like a real question? Does
1: the answer? Yeah, it's a real no. question. I don't know. David, David McDonald. Oh, David but McDonald. But the fact that he name. came, he came, he went to AFTRA uh, or not AFTRA, uh, Actors Equity, and tried to register, or maybe it was a SAG after because they're all the same now. He wanted to sign up as David McDonald, and they said, "We're sorry, sir, you can't, because there can only be one David McDonald." And he's already signed up with us, wow. so you have to change your name. And that David McDonald was my brother. Yeah. So my, my brother shut Great David Tennant out
3: of the
1: name. Anyway, eight five five nine three five 935 talk is our phone number, 855 935 And we are going to talk once again about what you do in retirement, how you live retirement, how you plan for retirement, and uh, one of the ways a lot of people, we've talked about this. One of the things that we've said you can do maybe is work longer. But is working longer a retirement plan? It's not a good one. In fact, uh, 2022, the average
2: expected retirement age was 66, according to a poll. They asked people how, when to, how long. But the actual retirement age, 62 on average. Isn't that interesting? I mean, four it years difference. That is interesting. Difference? Four years difference. And the reasons why I'm late more interesting. Uh, Half said they left the workforce earlier than expected. And why? Well, a good percentage of them because they couldn't perform the duties any longer, health, that sort of thing, right? Or uh, a lot said, (laughs) I just don't like working there anymore.
1: Well, okay, I get that. But but, okay, things happen. But Still, you couldn't work longer. Let's talk about this a little bit more. Uh, is is working in retirement a way to save your financial future?
0: Tom and Don are talking real
1: money. Do you suffer from hodgepodgeitis? I'm Don McDonald, and hodgepodgeitis is a disease of your investment portfolio, whose symptoms include lots of stocks, loads of random loaded mutual funds, and maybe an annuity or two. Most who suffer from hodgepodgeitis dread opening their quarterly portfolio statements. They feel lost and confused. Investing seems overwhelming and the financial future uncertain. If you believe you suffer from hodgepodgeitis, see a 100% fiduciary investment advisor immediately. A proper diagnosis is the first step to creating a portfolio with a purpose based on a personal plan. Start on the road to recovery now by scheduling a free meeting with an Appella advisor at talkingrealmoney.com. There is no cost, obligation, or high pressure sales pitch. Take the first step at talkingrealmoney.com or call 800 386 3004. Hodgepodgeitis is not a real disease, but treating it has been shown to improve mood, reduce fear, and even lead to a brighter financial future. Results may vary.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking
1: real money. If you have questions about investing, saving money, even spending it, we want to help you deal with it better, give you some straight, honest advice, and uh, maybe improve your future. All you have to do is give us a call at 855 935 Talk. 855 935 8255. I'm Don McDonald along with Tom Cock, And uh, one of the, the, the ways we, particularly those of us who, didn't save as much as we should have early on. We we think that we can go ahead and work longer, that having that uh, fallback of a job is a good retirement plan. But the evidence is saying it hasn't worked out so well for people, Tom.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's almost half of people that said, yes, I'll work till 70. I'll save. I won't spend anything I've saved. I'll save more. Right. Which it sounds that that makes sense. That, that's a good idea. The problem is the execution doesn't always work the way you plan. As I, I, I mentioned just a moment ago, 35% of people said they retired earlier because of a hardship like health problem or disability. Another 31% said they left because of changes at their company. I'm assuming that means like changes they didn't laid like. Laid off. The, or or, or, or not that. Okay. Or like yeah. they didn't laid like Since situation. I mean, this came yeah. up with a bunch of us old people at the wedding last week that, that I was talking about. You got they, laid off? Yeah, I got laid off and they said, don't bother come back next Saturday for the show. But th- there was a lot of discussion about how long you're going to work. That's that people ask that. Right. And right. I said, I like the work. I feel like I'm fairly compensated and they haven't done anything to piss me off yet. So, everybody said, yeah, that kind of makes sense. So I hope this gets by the compliance department, by the way. But at any rate, um, hey,
3: <laughs> nope,
2: we already it said
1: it's too late. It's too late. So
2: if you're building a plan, if you're if you're I think and I think if you're 50 plus, you should have a plan to say, under today's conditions, here's what I would do. But you gotta have plan B because under today's conditions don't always match up with what the future is gonna look like. I've seen it in my family, where my brother, who had a great job as a college professor, kind of had to leave earlier than he expected. So his income really went to zero. Now, he didn't go right out and find another job that he wanted for some time. He found something now, but it's part time, which that could be a great plan B, Don, that many people don't consider.
1: Well, that's what i that, that's what I think. I mean, it's like, OK, so you are no longer able to perform the job that you did in whatever capacity, whether that was a mental capacity or a physical capacity. But the fact remains that there are often jobs if you are someone who is going to need to work a little bit longer and you are unable to do so, you don't have the money to retire comfortably. I still think it's something great to have in your back pocket because there are there are jobs that you can do. I, I, so many employers, like, for example, if it's on the job disability, so many employers in other industries will make uh, accommodations for disabilities and find another capacity in which you can work. So I still think having that as a backup makes sense.
2: It does. And again, I don't want to downplay what we generally believe does make sense, too. The longer you work, as I said, perhaps more you can save perhaps less of your savings to you spend and you can delay social security for most people it makes sense to delay it till at least full retirement age and in many cases all the way up to age 70. it it really does I, the numbers just work out better
1: I'm just so lucky I have a job that I love doing i I really feel lucky you know I could do this f- for another decade if my brain continues to work yeah there you go at this level, I mean, it's not uh, anyway. 855 935 Talk is our phone number 855 935 8255. And Scott, it's your turn. Welcome to our little get together.
4: Oh, well, thank you, gentlemen. Longtime listener, second time caller.
1: Longtime uh, listener. Thank you.
4: It, yep. Uh, basically, uh, with retirement, I am. Uh, Highly uh, risk uh, in, uh, intolerant or tolerant, uh, but I have a checking account that is uh, about $65,000, and I'm thinking about taking about half of that, investing it into a, a regional bank CD at uh, 4.25% uh, for 13 months. My dad always told me. Uh-huh. Try to keep uh, six months of uh, salary in the bank in yeah. case you lose your job.
1: Well, yeah, keeping a six-month so, emergency the, fund makes sense. Um, but I'm really curious about what's so special about this 13-month CD at 4-point whatever.
4: Uh 5.25. 5. Oh, just 5. Po- I'm sorry. Uh, I thought I heard
1: 4. I, I must have had a little glitch on the line. No. So it's 5.25? Yeah. No, five, five,
4: five point two. Yeah. Short, uh, short-term uh, CD. Uh, still keeps me uh, fairly uh, liquid. I have uh, no projects or potential needs, at least for the next uh, year or so. I plan to retire in about uh, three years to nine
1: months. So you would still have money in a liquid Wait. account in addition to the CD, right? You're only taking half.
4: Yes, I would still have about 30 grand in my yeah. checking account.
1: Well, Tom, what do you think of a 5.35 CD for 13 months? I mean, it, the risks aren't high. The risks are
2: gone. I mean, I think it's great. It's insured. You can get your money back. I mean, it gets wonderful if it's short-term money. Now, this has a, been a fascinating week, right? Because Basically, for most of this year, people have been piling into CDs and cash-like instruments and getting 5%. You know how you can beat that? Well, sometimes you invest in stocks because the S&P 500 <laughs> and the Dow Jones Industrial Average and the NASDAQ were all up over 6% last week. One we- Not saying future performance is going to be different, there's no doubt, but again, we expect in the longer haul. Stocks and bonds will do better than anything like a CD in the long term.
1: Wait, wait, six percent—that's a three hundred and twelve percent average I, I, annual return.
2: I'm counting on <laughs> it, man. I am counting
1: on yeah, that. I Come do on, understand hit
4: that. Uh, that I, I I do understand that uh, with my deferred compensation plan with the S- Washington State uh, from uh, January till uh, early June, I had. Uh, Thirteen point
1: eight percent increase. Wow, made thirteen point eight. That's very good on that but. deferred comp plan. Yeah. No, no, we're not. We're yeah, not. Uh, we have no I have, objection. I have this liquid. No, we have okay. no objection to that. Yeah, it's has this
4: liquid cash that's t- earning uh, nothing in the checking account. So.
1: Yeah, but do this for me. Do this for us because it is earning nothing in the checking account. I keep my liquidity now. In I used to have it in Bank of America at zero point zero one percent, and then I let it dwindle down below five hundred dollars and didn't realize they were going to charge me a monthly fee. So I now carry a zero in a savings account with Bank of America, and I have all of my money in a savings account with Bread, a high yield savings account with Bread Financial. And when I need money, I just move it to my checking account from Bread. That's cool. Oh, okay. And I'm making four point five percent. And it's liquid. Wow. Okay. On my savings. Yeah, so but I, move your savings. Yeah, but figured, but you you get the what? CD That's too. I means. mean, we gotta we gotta run. Thanks so much for the call. I really appreciate it. 855 935 talk is our phone number. 855 935 8255 Call like right now.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We
1: do, we, we do this like every every week. Uh, actually, we do it about five times a week when our podcast is factored in, which you can listen to on any podcast service in the world. Talking Real Money, one of the top 100 investing podcasts consistently in the country. Um, and we, I checked the other day. We were talking about how many of them there are. And I went to one service that had a list of what they claim were all the podcasts, but they stopped counting at 10,000. So investing I looked at investing podcasts. Po- invested and <laughs> they stopped yeah. they went we have over 10,000 yeah but there's a lot we don't know and, there's too and many and so thank Love you
2: them. all for listening to the show and the podcast we really appreciate it
1: really we do no we absolutely do yeah. um absolutely. and and uh one of the things we spend a great deal of time on is retirement there's a good reason for that it's going to be the biggest expense in your life it's going to be bigger than house than than a, than a home right
2: no, I, well, I just read Jeff Bezos is building a $500 million yacht. So it won't be bigger than that, probably.
1: Yeah, but nobody's bigger than Jeff except, well, sometimes Elon you know, until he Elon's buys ahead. Twitter.
2: Elon's
1: yeah, but I don't know. Twitter's may, Twitter may be bringing him down. Maybe <laughs> taking him down, down, a, down a notch.
2: To, yeah. And speaking of retirement, did you know this? Retirement savings for 2024. You know, um, next year, the Internal Revenue Service has said you can defer in a 401k plan. Twenty three thousand dollars you could put away for your uh, your
1: retirement, right? And um, if that's a lot. Full, now, what about old people like me, yeah,
2: over fifty? If you're really old, you can defer thirty thousand five hundred because you could do at the uh, catch up of uh, seven thousand. So thirty thousand five hundred. Then, and what about an individual retirement account, right? If you're doing this on your own, or you're doing a Roth IRA, or you're doing a backdoor IRA, or you're doing a non-deductible. All all those things you can do over the age of fifty, you'll be able to do eight thousand dollars in twenty twenty four. That's kind of a lot. So if you did the if 40 you're over K, fifty, 30, if you're over fifty, I said forty, pardon me. If you're over 50, yep. 8,000 there. I mean, that's that's a lot of money you could save in a retirement account for next year. Retirement accounts. That's a whole bunch. yeah. Of as a
1: matter of fact, if you're income eligible, you could do the thirty thousand five hundred and yep. the eight thousand. Yep. For thirty eight thousand five hundred, but you'd have to put away an awful lot of your income.
2: <laughs> and are in you talking about the rate. mega backdoor Roth or something? On yes, we did recently. do the mega
1: backdoor yeah, Roth. Uh, yeah, which is really something. Don't even Tom, don't bring it up. It, people don't, really, don't want one. You most people can't have one. one. Yeah, it's, you you can't have one. You've got to have one of those non deductible, uh, non ERISA retirement plans at work plan. yeah 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 and most people do not have those it's probably fewer people have those than have a pension even they're pretty yeah. rare so
2: if you are saving into a retirement plan and you're starting to think about 2024 pay attention because you can increase the amount that you can set aside for your retirement that's
3: and a lot of money right is,
1: there th- this is a real godsend to those who waited until they were, who had, who did not, for whatever reason, save for retirement in their 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even part of their 50s. This is such a great deal for you. If you can tighten your spending belt, you can very rapidly build a retirement portfolio at $38,000 a year. Yeah, I mean, three years yeah. with no return in the stock market, and you're looking at hundred thousand dollars for retirement. Ten years with the growth of the stock market—if things go well—you could be looking at the, the just a under a, a million dollars. Well, you could be—you could conceivably be looking yeah. at seven hundred. Yeah, so, um, we're talking real money here. Thus, the name of the show. What you pointed at me? Oh. <laughs> So we think you should invest until, if you can do it, invest in, Tom just pointed at me. I don't know. You were throwing it to me.
2: Do it to your hurts?
1: Well, it hurts right now. Uh, Put as much away as you can. Really. Save it. it Invest it. Don't spend it. And 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 don't just do it willy nilly when you you're like, oh, well, this year I'm going to put it in this fund because it sounds like a hot part of the market. And uh, yeah, don't do that stuff. Make sure you diversify properly and that you have
5: a, a,
1: a plan I know it's boring. Back to that again. Yeah, okay. Planning is important. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call right this very moment. Thank you.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Well, this is a talk
1: show slash podcast that really can make a difference in the way you live, even if it's just a little bit, even if it's just a tiny bit, because those tiny bits here and there add up over time until literally we are talking real money. And our number is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And Ryan, it's your turn. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Ryan.
6: Yeah, Brian from Everett? Yeah. Yeah. I I have a question about a
5: health savings account, and I have a a child that's going to no longer be eligible to to use it soon, but I've been contributing for a number of years at the family rate. Is there a way that I can split off their portion of it into their own health savings account where they could still... Use that money, or are they just on their
1: own, starting from scratch? Um, I don't think there's a way. But uh, let me let me ask Tom now. Uh, the the deal is it's a family HSA. I don't know if you guys have run into this. I have never seen it, uh, and they have a, a child aging out um, of the 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 health plan. Twenty six. Yeah. yeah. Twenty. Yeah. So so I, I I don't think there's any way you can take their. Portion nope. of the HSA and move it. I but I, I didn't know so. if there was some. No. Yeah, we no, don't we that don't that believe I, not that's. That the I'm case. aware of
2: that's a pretty yeah. limited area that I don't know. I'm not from totally familiar with. No.
1: So um yeah, the the right. fact the fact is that it it's it's used to pay your I man I honestly I'm going to go with an I don't know. Because I truly do Fair not enough. know. I have never heard of that. I have never read a thing about it, and I try to to keep up with these plans. But uh, but my guess is no. But I'm not a hundred percent. So I'm hoping somebody will enlighten us and oh. uh, and and uh, let us know.
2: And speaking of HSAs, I mean, you can save, what is it, 7,500 bucks a year, and that could be another part of your retirement, too. So it's awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. H- H- HSAs are, are terrific. But you know, there's some regs. you got to have a high deductible plan. That's right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we can't do it in my family because we don't have a high deductible plan. We decided to go with a low deductible plan. I think that's good and- advice. We use it a lot. So I, I truly don't know, but I don't think so. Uh, I think that at 26, they're pretty much on their own. Thanks for the call. We truly appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. And Damien, it's your turn. Welcome to the show. Hi, how's it going, guys? Good, Damien. What's up?
7: Well, I listen to, your show all, uh, listen to your show all the time, and uh, yeah, I I haven't... Unfortunately, uh, I've in done investing for my own retirement, um, and I'm finally getting serious about money. But I invested in a different way um, by purchasing some storage unit lockers, okay? And amongst some of the items that I found in there were a handful of U.S. savings bonds Okay, that are under... And they, but they're assigned. They aren't the person whose vault that these belong to. They they have his name on them. Is there? I mean, I, I now own. I you know, I I legally bought this in auction. Bought the this whole uh, um, storage locker. Is there a way that I can utilize those bonds?
1: Can you sell those uh, bonds? Hands. Oh, that's a, this, this is my great. first. This is my first. I used to. I used to love watching Storage Wars until it was basically shown <laughs> that the darn thing was all staged. Uh, but, uh, but, right. but this is a great. This is my first storage unit question. So you go out and you buy <laughs> storage units at auction where people have abandoned them. Correct. Correct. Did you? Other than the savings bonds, did you ever get anything good?
7: Well, this is the first time I've ever done it, also, and okay. it's, uh, it's, I mean, I got, I got a. There's a variety of stuff in here, but the the bonds is well, it's, it's, you know, I mean that's Here's the, the thing:
1: better. those bonds, even though you found them, they are not bearer bonds. Savings bonds do not, in fact, bearer bonds these days pretty much don't exist.
2: Yeah, they could just send money from one place to another. They don't need a bond. As a bond. matter of fact, the people yeah. who
1: own those bonds could have even redeemed them without actually having the bonds. Huh. because they're because they're registered under the name. So, it is conceivable that they redeemed them already. Now, I my guess is Since they have the names, and they're probably local to that area or were, that you could do some online research and say, I found some bonds, and would you be willing to pay me a little fee to return these to you? It's not really extortion. It's it's just a finder's fee. But I can't think of another way to do so, Damien, but... I'm, uh, I must say, thank you for the unique investment call. 855-935-TALK.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: Do me a favor. Grab your latest investment statements if you know where they are. How many do you have? A lot? How many different investments are in each statement? A bunch? Do you own individual stocks, bonds, sector funds, and stuff you don't understand? Yeah, I thought so. I'm Don McDonald, and I'm pretty sure you have a case of hodgepodgeitis. But don't worry, it's not terminal and can be cured. But it takes three things, a bit of time, some fiduciary guidance, and a plan. There's a problem, though. Most financial advisors can't or won't provide any of those. That's where we come in. Tom and I will provide you the help you need to overcome hodgepodgeitis in a free, no-obligation meeting with an appella advisor at TalkingRealMoney.com. So, scan or take a picture of all those pages you gathered, then go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Meet an Advisor, and set up a free appointment online or by phone when it's convenient for you. Let us sort through the mess and help you get started on a better, simpler future plan. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004.
0: Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money.
1: So strange. Uh, I I did. I used to watch. It was a guilty pleasure. I watched Storage Wars. And uh, just for the unique stuff. I watched it for the unique stuff they'd find. And uh, it's a bunch of people, mainly what they would find that was of value was, uh, you know, things like there was once a a locker full of My Little Ponies. uh, Yeah, I could see why somebody
2: would be really after that. Sure. They're all new, though. They're all in the box. It turns out there are
1: collectors of My Little Ponies. What about Beanie Babies
2: or Pet Rocks or something?
1: But apparently, uh, who would do this? I don't know. But apparently, in one of the episodes, and I didn't see this one, they found cash inside a locked safe. And they got the safe opened and found seven and a half million dollars.
2: That kept the show going for another year. Did they ever open one and find a a load of crypto currency? Oh, you know,
1: let me look and see if there was a box of crypto. Yeah. No. Apparently, it still doesn't exist. Ah, Okay. How funny is that? 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. If you have a question about, see, storage lockers, that counts. It's investing of a sort. Well, it's more like speculating. Most of the time, though, what you end up with is a locker full of garbage. In fact, I think the only people who really made that work are people with thrift shops where they just sell, you know.
2: The people producing the show that ended up making a buck and then laughing it off later.
1: Yeah, they probably did pretty well. 855-935-TALK, you can call us live, or you can call us and leave your question or comment or whatever the heck it might be like this.
5: Hey, Don, first of all, let me say I appreciate what you had to say about Medicare Advantage and Medicare, because anyone who has any kind of regular illness needs to be on a Medicare with a supplement if they can afford that. That's the way to go, no question. Listen, my question is, I'm 67 years old, I'm retired, I'm about five months away from being 68, and I've not started drawing a small pension. And that small pension is only worth about $30,000, or it could be broken into monthly payments. And the question I have for you is, should I take it in small monthly payments, where I take my portion and then leave 50% for my wife, or Should I go ahead and withdraw it in one lump sum, which, of course, means they're going to take out taxes so it won't be $30,000 when I receive the money, and then put it in a, say, small cap value, Matt, if you would, please, and thank you for your
1: show. It got a little jumbled there at the end, but it basically yeah. comes down to do you take the pension, the tiny little tiny? I can imagine how tiny a $30,000 value pension is going to be in a joint life. My gosh, like what, 12 bucks? Uh, but anyway, you take the payments or you take the 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 lump sum and pay the taxes.
2: There's a couple things we don't know, for example, on the payout of on the uh, the monthly is there any inflation protection? That would be something you'd want to know. Part two is do you need the money today? because at the end of the day taking the 30 or he says they're going to hold withhold taxes, I, I think there might be a way around that. So. but yeah, you could so even if you ended up with twenty five thousand for sake of argument and you invest it properly and you let it grow for a while. generally, you end up with more money doing it that way than taking. The monthly amount—it's a trade-off, right? It's no different than waiting on Social Security. Uh, there's all kinds of tables that say you should wait, but people don't do it because it's emotional. So um, I would probably be in favor of just taking the the lump sum, investing that, and then living off the money, whatever it generates in my later years.
1: Yeah, I. I and by the way, the, the 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 withdrawal for taxes is just something they do. Uh, you can get that back. If you, for example, if you roll it over into a, a qualified plan like an IRA, yeah,
2: so you're not taking you can, it as you can, income.
1: Yeah, you can get that money back when you file your taxes because you're not taking it out as income. They only they, they withhold that to make sure that the IRS gets paid if you go out and just start spending it. Uh, but I, I'm with Tom. I would sit down and do the math. See, see what a, a reasonable portfolio, maybe. Figure a reasonable portfolio would provide you with, well, let's just let's just be very conservative and say five percent per year um, over. And you because you, if you start taking the pension, you remember, you're going to take it over your your joint life expectancy. Yeah. And let's say, in fact, let me just run some numbers because. Uh, we can get a pretty decent idea. Well, we this except we thing... can't
2: tell because we don't know the payout amount on a monthly basis. No. as you said with no, no no no, but
1: we, so we can't make a comparison, but we can say, let's say you live a long time, it's a 30 year life expectancy. You invest that at uh, at five well let's yeah, let's say five percent per year. Let's say you invest that at five. Uh, so if you leave it alone and let it grow, over 30 years, it'd grow to about 135 thousand dollars at five percent. But if you take out five percent per year, oh man, that is a small number.
2: <laughs> yeah. it, it's not going to make a big deal it one way or the percentage. other. So
1: I you know six hundred dollars a year. It's <laughs> I'd probably I'd probably
2: take the money out, put it in an IRA and then live off it. when. Let you it grow need to for a while yep, or live exactly. off the interest
1: if you need it. And, and, and that's another thing we don't know. Do you need the income from it? Bingo. Right. If you don't need the income from it, then you put it in an IRA and you let it grow even for, you know, let's say you let it grow for the longer term retirement when you might need money down the road. So you just put it in, and let it grow for 10 years. Well, that $30,000 at 5% should could be around 50,000 bucks. Although you will have to take a required minimum
2: distribution starting at age
1: 73. 70. so 73.
2: Yeah, 73. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: 73. Yeah, okay. All righty. Well, there you have it. There is your options. Thanks so much for uh, stopping by and give us a call, 855-935-TALK. Charlie, you're up next. Welcome to Talking Real Money.
6: Hey, thank you very much. Uh, glad to be on the show. Uh, yeah, so I'm 62. And I am self-employed. I was cursed with really smart children, so I had very large college expenses. And so I started saving weight. So I've got an IRA, and I'm, you know, maxing that out, you know, every year. i got an HSA. I'm maxing that out. I've got some money in investments, but they don't really seem to be doing so well. In fact, I think it's overall it's still a loser over the last three years. And I'm doing deferred costs. But I'm hearing all these advertisements, you know, hey, give us your short-term cash. We'll pay you 7%. Uh, and I'm seeing CD rates at like 5%. Is that a good thing to get into at this point? I'm looking to try and catch up on my retirement.
1: All right. Here's the thing. The catching up on retirement, uh, This, you, you, you shouldn't do anything right now. How much money are you going to be putting away for retirement in total past your IRA and your HSA?
6: Twelve thousand in my investment, seven thousand in the IRA. Uh, I think you can only put fifteen hundred a year in the HSA, and my deferred comp is probably around fifty grand.
1: Okay, um, what you? This is the thing that nobody nobody does. They you don't just go out and grab an. And first off, you never grab any investment where somebody's telling you it's seven percent safe. Period. Yeah, yeah I on the radio. I was like, Yeah, I don't know. They're liars. And if you hear it on the radio, 90 times out of 100, it's a bad deal. Um, So what you got to do, you need to have a plan no matter how much money you have. You need to understand what kind of risk tolerance you can take. You need to understand how much income you need in retirement. Then you can determine how much to save. And then you diversify like crazy. Thanks for the call.
0: Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And... For folks like all
1: of you who are just, you know, you're just struggling to figure out what you need to do to enjoy a better retirement. This is why Tom and I have been offering you guys the opportunity to truly, honestly, believe us, we're not going to do anything bad to you. You can meet with one of our advisors at Appella Wealth. They will help you get the basics of a plan together, even in this case where you're just getting started, because we honestly want everybody to get it right, Tom, right? you got to know how much to save you got to know how to invest you got to know your risk
2: tolerance all those things putting that income plan together is absolutely 100% critical
1: and we can do we can help you get started on that we can't do it all for you because you'd have to hire us but we can help you get started on it in a better way by going to talkingrealmoney.com and clicking on meet an advisor talkingrealmoney.com meet an
3: advisor The opinions and views expressed in this podcast were current on the date recorded. Opinions, estimates, forecasts, and statements of financial market trends that are based on current market conditions constitute our judgment and are subject to change without notice, including any forward-looking estimates or statements, which are based on certain expectations and assumptions. Although information and opinions given have been obtained from or based on sources believed to be reliable, no warranty or representation is made as to their correctness, completeness, or accuracy. Information presented on the podcast is not personalized investment advice from Appella Wealth. The views and strategies described may not be suitable for everyone. This podcast does not identify all the risks, direct or indirect, or other considerations, which might be material to you when entering any financial transaction past performance does not guarantee future results and profitable results cannot be guaranteed we hope you realize that the information provided on talking real money is for informational educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only the podcast is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Wealth, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Please see Appella Wealth's ADV Part 2A on our website for information regarding Appella's fees and services. Appella Capital, LLC, DBA, Appella Wealth is an investment advisory firm registered with the Securities and Exchange Commission. The firm only transacts business in the states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempt from registration requirements. Registration with the SEC or any state securities authority does not imply a certain level of skill or training. Appella does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing either stated or implied here should be inferred as providing such advice. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and important disclosure related to performance of any specific index or fund quoted in this podcast. I think I need a nap.